Hi, I'm Marlene Marco, creator of Heart of Networking Events, and you're listening to SME Stories Podcast. You are now listening to the next great small business podcast. Welcome to the SME Stories Podcast, where it is all about small businesses in Canada. And here's your host, Ken Alfred. Hey, everybody. Thanks for on the show. We got a great episode today with Marlene Marco. Marley Marco is the creator and leader of the highly successful Heart of Networking organization. She describes herself as a connector of people and a creator of opportunities. One of her greatest joys is to facilitate the connections that business owners need to move their business forward. Virtual Heart of Networking events are held monthly as are special training opportunities at a monthly Next Level workshop. Unique quarterly in-person events round out the calendar. She has been an entrepreneur her entire career. So Marlene speaks from firsthand experience. Helping others succeed is her passion, whether it is through networking connections, educating, or creating a spotlight. All members are given opportunities to shine. Marlene has been in the effective business networking space since 2005 and created the heart of networking in 2012. Marlene was named Ajax Pickering Board of Trade 2018 Business Person of the Year and is very involved with her local business community. She's honored to chair 100 Women Who Care, Ajax, Pickering, Whitby, and gladly devotes her volunteer time to help this stellar organization continue their worthwhile work in the community. So guys, we're talking about the networking space here and especially at events as well. So I think uh, Marlene's got some great stories. So sit back and absorb. Now it's time for tips from the pro. Let's go for our tips. Let's go for our tips from the pro segment here. So now people are now, this is for his part where people want to be doing something similar to what you do but they just want to know to ping off the expert yourself. So, uh, so question number one here, how do, what, what would you, your best recommendation be to even start a networking event type of business? Like what would be your step one for you? If you, if you could go back and talk to yourself when you first started this? Well, I had a, I had an advantage because I had already been working with the other company for about five years before that. So I saw some things that I thought, well, if this was my company, I, I think I'd do it this way. Um, and so uh, when I started my own, then I was able to implement those, those things that I had learned the, the, the do's and the don'ts, right? Um, but I, I think it's the biggest thing is doing it for the right reason. Yes, it's my business. Yes, I profit from it, but I only profit from it if it's a welcoming space for people to come to. And I'm giving them value for their membership. So it's, it's really about the value of, you know, people are spending their, their time and their money to be a member. And it's really important to me that I give them the, the best value I could possibly do. So really doing it for the right reasons, um, respect for your members, respect for their business. Um, Sometimes those businesses, you know, you might think, oh, wow, I'm not sure that that's going to be a, a moneymaker, but that's not up to me to decide, right? It's, it's their business. It's their passion. I will help them every way I can because they're, that's, that's what they have chosen to do. Yeah, absolutely. So all right, next question. Here. So how do you keep yourself up to date with it? You said you talked about courses. Is there anything that else that you would recommend someone who's looking to get into this space, whether it's websites or reports or, you know, anything, or even maybe even working for, an, an, you know, a networking company like yourself, uh, that's a key so they know what's going on within this space? I think it's important to 
visit every networking opportunity that you possibly can. Um, and most organizations will um, allow you to come a time or two. I mean, there might be a cost, but you can come a time or two before you need to join the membership. Um, and, but every different group, and we talked about when I first started, there weren't a lot of networking organizations. Now there are. And um, people do see it as a way to highlight their business. So, it, and, and a lot of networking organizations are started to as a as a sales funnel for their own business and that's okay as long as the members are getting getting the value but i think that people don't necessarily realize how much how much actually goes into a a networking organization how much time it takes how much caring and work it takes because sometimes they open and then within a year or so they're they're closed but I really think the important thing is is keeping the focus on the members, giving the members what they want and, you know, asking the members what they want, knowing, you know, really digging into how can we help you the best way? I, I think that's that's really important. Understanding that it does take time, it does take money, but really visiting all of those different organizations, see what their flavor is, because every group has its own flavor, as I call it. Um, some are, are heavier on the, um, you know, just, just meeting people, meeting people, meeting people. Um, some like we, we put in that educational component. And to me, that's an important piece. Um, but, but just developing what, asking people what they want and developing what they want, not so much what you want. Hopefully you find that, that common ground where it's what you both want, but, um, yeah. cause it looks fun, right? To, to people who've seen these events. You know, whether it's we're talking at least we're, I can only speak of to the in-person event. It looks like it's wow. It's almost like a company party kind of thing yeah. where everyone's just there. You're eating, you're mingling, no, no kids around. So you're just literally just seems like you're just chatting with people. So it looks fun. But that, like you said, there's a lot that goes into that, but not even just that, like you said, even the online stuff, because it might be online might be simple. Like, oh, yeah, I just need a computer and just webcam here and just, you know, put all these people together. but you know, there's a lot that goes into it. So that's why we're trying not to make it super complicated, but we also don't want to give the impression that if you just love talking to people, then create your own networking site kind of right. thing, right? Yeah. It's not about finding your next friend, although that people become friends, um, yes. but, but there has to be some strategy to it and, and really, um, really working to, to highlight the members. Um, it, it's interesting when some, sometimes when I talk to people that have not yet visited Heart of Networking, um, because our, our networking meetings are run from 930 to noon. And, uh, so people go, Oh my gosh, that's a long time. But then they come out, experience it and realize that it flies by because we have over the last three years developed that, that system, that pattern that keeps, it moves along pretty quickly. Yeah. And so there's no sort of lull in the, in the day and uh or in the morning and you just uh you keep everything pretty high energy nice any next question any small niches like if someone wants to start because like you said there's so many ways you can kind of start your 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 networking kind of company is there any like for those who are just getting started any particular niche that maybe they can start with first before they try to branch out and offer whether it's education or offer in person or any seminars? Is there anything that you see would be a good, you know, getting some, I wouldn't say quick wins, but just 
getting some reps in that uh, that can really benefit uh, the new owner? Well, you could certainly do a, a focus group and uh, you know work with some of the business people that that you know. But I, and I think a, a brainstorming session of you know what what are they looking for, and then how can how can we put it in? I I feel like. I feel like we have developed the, the, the formula that works, certainly works for us. Um, and, you know, yes, it could be duplicated, of course. Um, but you, you have to, you know, is that what you would want to do is, is duplicate or do you want to create something that's unique? And, and so what would be added to that? You know, I, I don't, I don't know what would be added to that. I guess if I if I come up with that, I'll I'll add it into Heart of Networking as well. <laughs> but it's uh, it's it's really you know people people will start with a smaller group, of course. I mean this is this is eleven years later that we we've, we've built yeah, this and, this following. And people shouldn't think that oh my god, like oh my god, Marlene's already have over like hundreds of members, and how am I going to get one? Or like you don't have to start like like you said, it took years for you to develop. Yeah. The, the the model that works for your business now. So I guess the people is, is to not rush, right? From as a podcaster like myself, it's like, oh man, I want to be like Joe Roganish, where he's getting like eleven million downloads per episode. I'm like, and I'm having let's say only a couple of hundred. I'm like, but that's a couple of hundred people that have heard stories that they've heard my voice. So I'm yeah. slowly building it from that perspective, and not no need to to rush it. I mean, now don't get me wrong. If, if for some reason someone wants to offer me a lot of money to do it and there's going to be a guaranteed audience i consider it but at the end of the day it's more like am i having fun because if i'm not having fun i'm not going to be doing it right and that's the the burnout that some owners might have so last question i have for you oh a couple of questions here before we get to our rapid fire round here what are the best i guess billing practices for like a networking company because you talked about you have your memberships and that's obviously paid for by the members is there any other revenue streams you use for your business aside from the memberships? Uh, we have some of our larger events. For example, in October, we do a full day virtual conference um, called Reignite, uh, and that's an annual one. So we do have um, sponsorships available for that. Uh, we have a number of companies that um, that sponsor us each year. TD is a big sponsor for us. Uh, and so uh, that's additional revenue, of course. Uh, some of the some of the in person events, if it's a vendor event, for example, then the vendors, uh, the exhibitors, will obviously pay for their space at the uh, at the table. Um, so there are there are some additional pieces like that. Okay, good. And last question I have here before we go to our tips from the pro here: any, I guess, strategy on dealing with, in this case, difficult members? Like, because I I'll use the, I'll preface this because I've been to a few like board of trades and. I tried doing business with some some people, some of these members, and unfortunately, some of these members unfortunately did not perform well. So, is there whether that's dealing? Do you kind of vet them before they you take them in as a member to make sure that there's that they're like not that they're honest or anything? Like I'm sure most people come in with the best of intentions, but you know, because obviously, if uh, if you if a member has a bad experience with another member. You know, it's more like, oh, what do I do, right? So how do you deal with that? There have only been a couple of times where I needed to um, take a member aside and have a little chat. And um, for the most part, they don't realize when they're making a a, a mistake, we'll call it. Um, I don't think they, I think they feel like they're just doing their job. They don't realize the 
the damage that they're doing at the time. Um, so for example, um, follow up of, of course we know follow up is always important. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and I, I believe even more so from virtual events. Um, uh, but then on the other hand, we have had some people who followed up a little too much. Um, uh, so, you know, Texting again, every day. Oh, or like maybe two or three times. Um, so it, you know, it's a matter of taking that person aside and saying, you know, like, this is not, this is not good practice. It's not, it, it's not how you win friends. Um, and that's tough. It's tough for me. I'm, I'm, I'm not big on conflict. And not that that was a conflict. I mean, it was a learning experience, I think, for that person. Um, but as I say, it's really only happened one, one time majorly and one time sort of minorly. Um, over the time that I've been with it. So I think people do learn that, well, it's just, it's, it's building relationships and it's no different than building a, a friendship. If you were overbearing, people would back away. Um, and, and if you're not participating, well, people would think, well, she's not really interested in participating. So, you know, networking for business is, is really the same, same feeling that you get back. Yeah. And I think for, like I said, my, one of my stories too, when I first started, like I joined a, uh, I joined actually the Ajax Pickering Border Trade actually back, oh, many years ago where I was a, you know, mobile detailer. So I would de clean people's cars, you know, and I had maybe a couple of people that would help me out. And I remember there was like some people that I met at the event that, you know, would promise me to do certain services, but for some reason they just did not perform. They were hard to get a hold of. And to the point where you almost be like, you know what, let's just end this relationship. And it kind of was was sad in that respect because I thought, you know, oh, man, I met them. Because I guess some people feel like um, like you've seen those like uh, like the homes on homes or those home innovation shows where you know, people get screwed over by a contractor, cost them a lot of money and stuff like that. So I guess what small business owners feel like, well, we met them through a board of trade or a chamber of commerce, so they must be, you know, good people or good owners, right? And then sometimes you run into these bad experiences. And I guess, you know, how do you deal with that to make sure that the people who you're bringing on are not going to screw anybody over, right? Because I'm assuming all it takes is one complaint to you that you're going to be taking action on it, right, Marlon? Hey, you, do you need a voiceover? Well, look no farther. Northway Capital Group has your answer. Commercials and explainer videos, AVR and voicemail, health and wellness, corporate training and e-learning, announcements documentaries and biography contact us on social media or email us at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com well absolutely um and and as i say we've been very fortunate that we haven't had a lot of that i think you know I, you, you can't police everything right i mean people are going to do business in their way but if they are not not doing business in a in in a straight up way then word of that travels very quickly. And, uh, you know, I mean, and, and, and they're, they're harming themselves or, you know, they're, they're not really doing so much harm to the organization as they are to themselves. But yeah, you have, you do have to keep an eye out for things like that. And, and yeah. if you see it, it's something like that happening where, where people aren't staying, uh, holding up to their word or they're not keeping their promises, you know, Maybe maybe this isn't the organization for them because we, yeah. we want people to think that that they can trust those other members. And, you know, so far, so good, really. I mean, we haven't had 
uh, haven't had that that Not issue. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're scaring <laughs> <All> me. <right. laughs> now it's time for the rapid fire round. All right. So now we're going to try to go to the rapid fire round here because it's been an surprise. It's almost been an hour already. Oh my gosh! I mean, like it's fl- yeah, it's really fast, eh? So a couple of funny, fun questions here. So. All right. What is the funniest story you've had running your business? Oh, funniest. Wow. <laughs> That's a good one. I, I can give you a funny story from, from the fashion side of my business, which was prior to the, uh, to the networking side. Um, I used to do home parties for fashion and, uh, I would often choose one of the guests as a, um, as a model and they would uh, show the clothes and um, more than one. Yes. So I showed up with all of my rack of clothes one night to, uh, to a presentation. And there was a lady there who had just had um, gastric bypass surgery and she had lost, I don't remember, but a lot of weight, a good, a good amount of weight. And uh, she was very proud of herself and she wanted to be the model. So that was fine. So off she went into the bedroom, came out stark naked to put the clothes on. That was a showstopper. <laughs> I'd be, if I was there, Marley, I'm like, what kind of party is this? this I know. You know. I only had that ever happen once, but yikes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she All was right. proud of her new body. What can I say? <laughs> Great for her. Good for you, right? Just show that off. Just I thought she would have just showed it off in like the outfit that was she was supposed to wear. That- the plan that was the plan for that <laughs> oh my goodness all right next question here what would the 15 year old self be thinking you'd be doing now well at 15 what i really wanted to do was be Susie homemaker i wanted i had a stay-at-home mom i grew up on a farm and that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to grow up and be a stay-at-home mom and have family. And um, that was that was really what I wanted to do. <laughs> wow. Interesting. And it's not like, and you know, because I'm like, even though I work from home, nine of the cases, sometimes my wife, Mrs. Kate, thinks I'm like a stay-at-home dad, right? And I'm like, no, I do other things too. But I always joke with her, like, because I do the laundry, I do the cooking, I do the the cleaning on the on the Fridays. So I always joke with them like, what do you do again, sweetheart, when you come back from the hospital every single day? <laughs> you know, because I'm still working my regular job, still doing the podcasting stuff and taking the kids all around. So I feel like I'm doing all my things, but I don't think of it as, uh, you know, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm super great. I'm just being a dad or being yeah. a parent, responsible yeah. parent. So that's it's funny stuff. So, all right, next question. Here. What is one subscription you cannot live without? Well, I, to be honest, I just caved and got Netflix. <laughs> really? Just now, 2023. Interesting. I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a, a big a TV watcher or movie watcher. So, um, but I, I must say I am enjoying it. So I, 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 I'm still at the stage where I could live without it. So, um, you know, it, it would be, uh, well, I mean, I guess the typical, uh, you know, using my cell phone and, and, uh, and, uh, all the things that go along with that. But, um, yeah, no, Netflix is a good one. Like, like the, my thing with Netflix, now we still have a Netflix account, 
But what I'm not a big fan of now is before the the sale, the pitch to Netflix to the average consumer was that you can almost binge watch a show, right? You can watch it from, you don't have to wait. The, the weekly episodic television yeah. that most people would have, that was the kind of like the benefit of a Netflix. But I noticed over the last few years, they started making TV shows that they, instead of releasing the whole season, they make it into a episodic television thing, which is like, that was what we were trying to get away from, right? Because if you remember before Netflix, when you were, let's say you did watch something, there was always that cliffhanger that was going on. And then you have to wait several weeks before you see what happens in the, you know, in, for that particular story. Now the binge watching, you're like, okay, yeah, we're good. We can just watch through it. I could watch it over a weekend or whatever, but ah, that's me getting, that's me venting on that one. Well, so, I'm still at this. I'm still at the stage where I kind of think those weekly episodic um, shows are are a good thing because there's a built-in hard stop. <laughs> no commercials either. And, and the, the time doesn't sort of evaporate the way it does with Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right. Next question here. If you could have your own sandwich, what is in it and what is it called? Oh, my gosh. You have the most interesting questions. It can't all be about business there, Marlene. That's the fun part about this. <laughs> um, well, I like a sandwich with, and I'm I'm not a vegetarian, but I like a sandwich with lots of vegetables in it um, and a small amount of the uh, the protein. Uh, so I don't know what it would be called, though. Um, but you got to be specific, though. It's in. So you said we got some mixed vegetables. That could be anything. That could be lettuce. That could be broccoli, whatever. It's Oh, peppers. What, what, yeah. Peppers. What 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 protein? Uh, oh my gosh! Um, I'm stumping Marlene here today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's make let's make it with smoked salmon. How about that? Smoked salmon. Now, last couple of questions related to the sandwich: condiments and what kind of bread? Uh, a whole grain sourdough bread and uh, mayo and mustard. Good quality mayo and mustard, not just grocery store. Yeah, no, absolutely. And you said you couldn't come up with a name for it yet, eh? Uh, You're creative. I mean, Hearts of Networking is a very creative name, so you got to have a name for a sandwich, Marlene. Okay, the smoky salmon. The no, not smoked. smoky salmon. The smoky veg. Smoky veg. Smoky veg. Even though there's meat in it. There we go. <laughs> well, the smoked salmon, you know, like that. There we go. That is true. Uh, last couple of questions here. What posters did you have on your wall when you were a kid? Well, as I mentioned, I grew up on a farm, so I had a, and we had horses. Um, so I had horse pictures everywhere. And David Cassidy and Bobby Sherman. There we go. Partridge family. I remember David Cassidy. Very nice. <laughs> uh, now, I got yelled at for this next question from the same guy who started on Digital Market Company. He called me evil, right? So would you rather have no dessert for 30 days or give up your phone for 30 days? Oh, I'd rather have no dessert for 30 days. Got to have your phone, right? Yeah, yeah. How do you run your business without it almost? And then I tried to help him out. I tried to help him out too. I said, phone, you still could do your biz from a tablet, right? But he's like, no, Ken, you're evil because I love carbs and I love my phone. So 
Oh, I'm not, I'm not as much of a sweet tooth. So I could, I could do that. Just that would not be difficult. So what tooth do you have? Some people have a sweet tooth, a salty tooth. Mine's a fast food tooth for some reason. I don't know why. I wish I could have something as simple as either a sweet tooth or a salty tooth. Because some people can just have, oh, I just need some chips. Or I just need a little bit of candy. No, mine has to be like a Big Mac or a Whopper of some kind. And it has to be a meal. So what, what kind of tooth do you have there? Um, I, I, do like a, I, I do like a lot of salads and vegetables and stuff i mean i don't i don't always eat 100 percent healthy but yeah that's that's more more i'm more on the veggies and 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 lean meat and that kind of thing i'm I'm not a i'm not a fast food i do eat fast food on occasion but that's not that's another one i could give up for a month really easily (laughs) all right marlene let's make this more difficult no vegetables for 30 days or give up your phone oh (laughs) I'd still keep the phone, I think. There we go. <laughs> you know, you see, I was trying to get her with that, right? Just like, okay, desserts or no, I don't like dessert. What do you have? Vegetables. Vegetables. No vegetables. I know my kids, I know my kids would love that. They would love the no vegetables for 30 days. But uh, all right, last question we have here. What is your theme song and why? So that song hits Marlene. You're walking down the street, that song hits. People know Marlene's coming. Simply the best. Oh, I love that one. Tina Turner. Oh, Tina Turner. Wow. That's great. So now we're now we're a little over an hour here, but is there any other advice you want to give to the aspiring business owner, whether it's in your space or that wants to just start something? I, I think it's important to keep an open mind, to talk to people, ask them lots of questions, become an avid listener, and and really learn about the the passion behind the business not just don't just make an assumption based on the surface of the business learn about the passion behind it wow that's that's great and 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 where can people reach out to you marlene our website is heartofnetworkingevents.com uh you can reach me through there or you can find me all over social media um facebook instagram linkedin Wow, that's great. So, all right, uh, Marlene, this was a great uh, time on the show. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Hey, do you need an error-free website? Do you need transcription that's accurate and on time? Would you like to remove noise from your video or audio recording? Do you need a spokesperson for your business? If so, we can help. At Northway Capital Group, we are happy to announce that we are now providing website testing services, audio transcriptions, and audio cleanup, as well as spokesperson services. We would love to help you on your next project. Contact us for more information at northwaycapitalgroup at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the SME Stories podcast, which is owned by Northway Capital Group. Please follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Northway Capital Group.